G'day guys, Eero here, Imperial Rebel Orc, uh, with my show, uh, funnily enough, called Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast. Uh, welcome to episode three. Uh, I can't believe I've made it this far. <laughs> um, for those of you who already have listened to uh, the intro in episode two, a big thank you. Um, yeah, it's all been positive feedback so far, so that's that's awesome. On today's show, I'll be talking about motivation and inspiration, plus... Um, uh, a, a, a half a spotlight on one of my favorite hobbyists called Woodoo Gars. Pick up the brushes, pick up the paints, pick up the models, and crank the music because it's time for the Imperial Orc Podcast. When I started this podcast, uh, I obviously sat down with my phone and went into the notes app and uh, started typing down topics. Um, I came up with, I think the last count was 85 topics. Uh, So (laughs) we're going to be here for a long time uh, if all goes well. Um, And one of the, I got to like, you know, number 10 and it was, I wrote down inspiration. And then number 11 was motivation. And then I thought to myself, hang on, are they the same thing? Let me just interject here. An old boss of mine used to say, the harder you work for something, the better you'll feel once you achieve it. Now, for me, uh, inspiration is something that you, uh, that tingle, that that feeling you get inside uh, in your brain where you might see something online or you might see something around and about where you live or hear a story or read a story or even sit and watch a movie, Um, whatever it is, there's something that just just tickles your brain and you go, oh, I could could do something with that. Um, Like for instance, I was watching, uh, in recent times, I was watching the movie Zulu (laughs) and was, felt inspired to go, I've always wanted to do a um a zulu or rockstrift uh a diorama so bang it was in my brain it, it to be honest it had always been sort of sitting at the back but after watching the movie zulu for the billionth time suddenly i was triggered suddenly i was like i gotta do this rather than keep thinking about it i gotta do it so you know laying there at night or or sitting there in my hobby room zoned out <laughs> thinking about how i'd go about it how mine would be different, what I'd do, what models I'd need, all that kind of thing, um, all started to, to rattle around in my brain, you know? And then comes motivation. So, <laughs> yes, you have the idea. Yes, you're inspired to go, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and blah, blah, blah. But what motivates you? What gets you off your ass? What gets you pressing stop on the movie Zulu? to go and actually paint some Zulus (laughs) or whatever the case may be, you know, like what is that thing that, you you know, we all work, we've all got busy lives and some of us have got kids and families and all that kind of thing as well. So, so, you know, it can be pretty frantic. I don't know about you guys, but my life um, is pretty fast paced. It's not uh, necessarily like the Eagles song, Life in the Fast Lane, but it's pretty close. It's not, you know, uh, parties and rock and roll and sex, but it, <laughs> but it's um, it's kids. It's cooking dinner. It's paying bills. It's working hard. It's uh, making sure customers are happy. Uh, making sure everyone's happy. Um, you know, so it's 
it's, you know, it, it is hard that at the end of the day, all you want to do is sort of collapse sometimes and just go, I just want to watch Netflix, I just want to listen to music, I just want to strum a guitar for a bit, whatever it is. Um, but it is, it is really hard to stay motivated with something that isn't, um, I mean, of course, our hobby, our beloved hobby is a priority in our lives, but it's not saving lives. It's not um, uh, a have to do thing. It's not a, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, you, you know, you get a bill, bang, you got to pay that bill. Um, you get some miniatures, you don't have to paint them there and then. You, there's no there's no timeline unless you're, you know, aiming towards a certain game or something like that or, or, or a tournament. Um, but for me personally, as a as a hobby soloist, uh, I've coined that phrase now. Um, yeah, the motivation just really has to be me wanting to do it because it's fun and finishing it, taking some pretty photos and showing like-minded people. That's that's the motivation for me. Going back to uh, inspiration for a moment, um, this sort of uh, parallels what I was saying in episode two about being a bit of a hobby butterfly, and I know I'm not alone in being a hobby butterfly. Um, I can be inspired so easily and so quickly that therefore it creates that butterfly mode, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I'm sure it does to the people listening. Um, you know, like I, I can be scrolling through Instagram, looking at some of my favorite hobbyists and then, and their new projects, and I'll just see something. I'll see like um, a space marine with a bionic arm or a, or a Nurgle-like um, warrior who's got his eye hanging out with pus and gore seeping out. <laughs> That's pretty gross. But I could look at something like that and go, wow, I've never thought of doing it like that. I could do, you know, make some zombies with their eyes hanging out like that. Actually, I've got some zombies in the cupboard. I should blah, blah, blah. You know the story, guys. So so the smallest thing can inspire me to send me off on a, on a, uh, on a tangent and and, and, and embrace the hobby butterflyness. <laughs> then inspiration and motivation becomes a double-edged sword because I'm inspired by so much, then I take on so much, then the motivation to tackle a million and one different projects becomes really hard, you know, becomes really like, oh, I've just got so much, I don't even know where to start. Have you ever had that feeling? What I, uh, after years <laughs> of feeling like this, what I've come to realize, or and actually uh, suggested to me by um, um, a fellow blogger called Awudugast, who has a blog called Convert or Die over on WordPress, so you could definitely go and check him out, guys. I'll be talking about him more in a moment. What he suggested was, um, about his models, uh, what he suggested was tackling a couple of smaller things at a time and ticking them off. Or not ticking them off, but you might go, right, I'm going to do, I've got this massive army to do, I'm going to do this squad and I'll, and I'll tick them off. So, so aiming high, I suppose, like to get, you know, the big project finish, but like having smaller goals for that particular project. So for instance, like I keep banging on about the Rourke's Drift project I've got. Now, the thought of painting over 200 Zulus, 28 millimeter scale Zulus is daunting to say the least, you know, like it really is. I'm excited because I'm excited about the, the end result and, and, and seeing all these, these Zulu warriors swarming, charging uh, towards Rourke's Drift. But 
uh, yeah, I, I'm not feeling massively motivated to paint them all because I know it's going to be quite a task. So what I will be doing is just going, right, I'm going to try and do five to 10 models a week. Now that might sound like a lot for you guys, but I'm going to be doing a speed painting, you know, um, simple sort of tech pro process uh, to get them done. Not too much detail, some detail on the characters, uh, like the Zulu uh, leaders and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, generally the bulk of them are going to be kind of, not rushed, I don't mean just get them done. I'm, I'm going to be taking some care, but but base coating, um, uh, dry brushing, uh, and then filling in some details and highlights and basing and things like that. So, so not going crazy with detail, basically. So, as I say, uh, the, the definitely inspired, feel inspired to get the whole thing done because I'm pumped for it. But the motivation of painting over 200, <clears throat> excuse me, isn't there. The motivation, I sort of go, oh, I've got all that to do, or I could build a little um, Necromunda-style building, <laughs> which is going to take a couple of hours, and that'll be a lot of fun, you know. Um, and and as I mentioned in episode two, there's no rules. Like, you you know, I can do whatever I want. I'm not, I'm not doing this for anybody else except for myself. But at the end of the day, I still want to tick these things off. So for me, um, the motivation has to be realistic. Oh, the inspiration and the motivation has to be realistic, and they sort of work hand in hand. Um, yes, it's great to have a whole list of projects that you're that you're excited about, but how nice is it when you actually get them done? So, so for me, setting the smaller goals of going, yep, five to ten Zulu warriors per week. Now, that's that's quite achievable in my mind, and I know that when I've done that, I'll look at them and go, and I'll put them up on a blog post or something, and I'll go, yeah, I'm, that's a start. I'm getting there, you know, and that's that's what it will take for me. Guys, I have some breaking news. Um, quite excited about this. Uh, it just really stamps home that the hobby is for everyone and not just dorky, pale, pasty dudes that live in the basement at their mother's house. Um, <laughs> sorry if that's you, but you know, that's the stereotype, guys. No, the breaking news is Henry Cavill, aka Superman, is actually a hobbyist. He paints Warhammer, uh, he paints the Custodes, and uh, he plays 40k. So there you go, guys. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you feel better for doing what you do. Um, doesn't necessarily change anything for me. I just think it's kind of cool that, you know, someone of his caliber um, is as dorky as me and as you. Um, so, you know, he is hoping that maybe uh, Ryan Reynolds and um, who else is cool? Uh, Jessica Alba. Um, oh, I could go for a whole list. Um, Kanye West. <laughs> who knows? Maybe they're all playing it secretly. I started my Imperial Rebel Orc WordPress, um, I think technically it was late, very late 2014, like December 2014. I sort of opened it then, but didn't really do anything with it until I think April or May 2015. Um, I was very shy, very bashful. <laughs> nah, not quite. Um, well, I, well, I'm literally not shy and bashful, but I think when it came to the hobby, 
I was my initial sort of foray into the into the hobby world was it was tentative. I I don't know. I wasn't a hundred percent certain if I wanted to even do the blog. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I didn't think anyone would really be interested in what I do as far as my little models and and stuff. So it was very tentative. I was very sort of yeah double guessing myself the whole time. I suppose. Um, anyway, so I gave it a crack and one of the first people I found on there, one of the first bloggers I found that I just went, oh wow, I like this guy and I like his stuff, um, was a fellow called Woodoogast. Uh, now his actual website and, and blog is called Convert or Die, which uh, <laughs> you've got to be careful when you type that into Google because you will come across many, um, <laughs> well I don't want to get too political, but you know, Convert or die, you know, it really conjures up um, um, things that maybe you shouldn't be looking at or maybe you want to, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I'm suddenly stumbling over my words. Just, yeah, convert or die, type that in and look for the WordPress and you'll definitely find him. Now, like I said before, I'm going to do, or beginning of this show, I, I half a spotlight on this guy. Now, not because he's only half as good or anything like that, but because he is so good and there's so much to say, um, I'm not going to get it through all, all of it in, in one episode. So I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about him a little bit now, give you some teasers. Um, but then yeah, later on down the track, I, I want to, uh, maybe even speak to the good man himself, but yeah, bang on about him a lot more, but cause he really is, um, Oh, I've got quite a few favourites now, I've got to say, but he's right up there. He's right up there. One, I think there's there's also... <laughs> now I'm starting to blush. Admit it, Luke, you've actually got a bit of a hobby man crush on this guy called Rudigast. So stumbling over my words, now I'm starting to blush. But there's, there's definitely a bit of like uh, bowing down to this guy because he knows his stuff and I, he knows the lore of Warhammer, like... like in and out, like he'll read something and retain it. So he's the opposite to me. He'll read, you know, he could read 10 books on Warhammer, bang, it's locked in. It, that's what it comes across like anyway on, on his on his, uh, on his his blog page, that's for sure. So when it comes to his models, wow. Um, from the very first moment I saw his page, his posts, I was uh, gobsmacked and just blown away. He... He is definitely an inspiration for me, and he's he's very much cut from the same cloth as well. Not that I I couldn't compare myself to his level of uh, painting and conversions and stuff like that. Not in a long shot, but but yeah, he, we're very like minded as far as our approach to things. Um, as I mentioned before, he knows his law, but he also is a big fan of coming up with his own um, inverted commas fluff, uh, his own backstory for his his little miniatures and his his armies and his gangs and stuff like that. And he and he sometimes treats his blog followers to uh, some writings of his own from his own imagination, which are just simply awesome. I think for the last five years, I've been uh, practically begging him to write a book, uh, you know, a fantasy based or 40k based or whatever, whatever kind of book. He could he could write something on a bit of toilet paper and I'd read it. <laughs> That's how much of a fan I am. But yeah, the models, uh, now he'll do, he's got a, it's got quite a range of uh, models and, and factions, I suppose, that he's interested in. Everything from the Adeptus Mechanicus to Gloom Spite 
um, gets. So he's across all of it, really. I don't think he's a massive fan of your standard sort of space marine. Um, but on the flip side, he does love his chaos space marines and has got quite an army he's building up there. So he's a big fan of the head swap. But he's also uh, very fond of um, cutting bits away and adding new bits and, and all that kind of thing as well. His, his base works really good. It's fairly simple, I suppose, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Uh, it's kind of straightforward, but it's just enough, and it just, it just sets the mood. It's like a little uh, vignette or vignette, whatever you want to call it, um, and just, just captures the mood, uh, I suppose, of, of where these little miniatures are based on some forgotten planet. One thing I like about Wudugar's paintwork is that it's actually, in my opinion, quite recognisable. And I think in, in this day and age when you've got about 6.5 billion people doing the hobby, to stand out from the crowd with painting or converting or whatever, um, stand out at all, is quite difficult. But in my, yeah, as I say, in my personal opinion, I think I could recognise a Wudu Gas piece over, you know, a hundred other different models from everybody else. Um, yeah, he's got quite a, I don't know, I can't even explain it. It's very, very grim dark, but he's a big fan of his spot colours as well. So it would be very dark and gloomy, but then bang, there'll be some blue there or some red, but not in a not in a loud gaudish type way, just 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 enough to set it off, just to make you go, oh, there it is, that there's the helmet, or there's the weapon, or there's the backpack, or whatever the case may be. But he yeah, he's a big fan of his spot colours. Um, as I said before, his conversions, they're my favourite. So when he goes to town, um, they're a lot of fun. He's not, he doesn't completely make it unrecognisable, not from memory anyway, I'm just trying to cast my memory back to all the all the pieces I've seen of his, which are a lot. He's quite, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, yeah, he's, he's posting fairly regularly, which is awesome because I never get sick of his stuff. Um, but yeah, he, the conversion work just, it's just right. He's very conscious of scale. He's very conscious of how the stance looks. So he, it's got to look, It's even though it's all fantasy and all make-believe, it's got to be based in reality. Like, you know, like, so I know for one thing, he, he has never liked the fact that, um, you know, Games Workshop in particular, because it's hero scale, a lot of the weapons, not so much these days, but back in the day, the, the weapons were very much kind of out of scale. You talk about like the Katachan jungle fighters, and even they were like beefcakes, you know, massive arms, massive fists, and then the heads were a little bit smaller. I, I always liked them, but but they are, like if you saw a human walking down, a normal person walking down the street like that, you'd think they were, they were deformed. But I know a bit of a gripe of his is the size of weapons and like having a, 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 a inverted commas again, human sort of uh, dude from 40K world holding a massive bolt pistol in one hand um, is a bit of a no-no for him. So, or, or or an auto cannon in one hand, <laughs> like, yeah, he gets gets quite quite the rant going on when it comes to that stuff. The other thing I love about Woody Gas posts on his blog, uh, convert or die, go check it out. Um, you you can feel the enthusiasm, like it it jumps off his words and his pictures and his work. Um, jump off the page. Like, you can feel it. You can feel the passion and, dare I say, the <laughs> the obsession, like the rest of us. Um, you can feel it. When you're reading his words, he... I, I can't... I'm not as articulate as him. Um, but, yeah, he just... Uh, he just 
makes you feel what he's feeling when he's writing it, you know, or when he's when he's put all this effort into one little miniature. You can see and feel that effort, and I, for one, very much appreciate that, and it and it inspires me to put more heart and passion into not only the hobby but also the blog posts that I do. As I said, it's only half a spotlight on the good man known as Woodygast today because um, there's so much I want to talk about and I want to get into more specifics about particular uh, projects he's done or doing. Um, but I will mention one here right now is uh, his 100 orc mob. Uh, brilliant. Go to his page, Convert or Die, and just type in orcs and you'll find it. Uh, basically what he's done... Um, he persisted and he persisted and he persisted to knock out 100 orcs. So he wanted, he had this idea or this vision of a mob of orcs. Now you can't have a mob of orcs and only have 20 or even 30 or 40 or 50. No, you've got to have a hundred, <laughs> which I, I think is just fantastic. And, uh, what he did, as I mentioned before, he put so much effort and heart into each model that he does that you can see that every orc. Now, you sort you might be sitting there thinking, oh, orcs, isn't just one orc the same as the next orc? No, it's not. Not in my opinion and certainly not in Mr. Woodugast's opinion. Um, he uh, specifically stated that he would choose a different head Every single orc would have a different head, whether it was from Games Workshop or uh, Puppets War or, you know, uh, third-party uh, suppliers, or he might even sort of manipulate, you know, a standard uh, Games Workshop head and do something different with it maybe. But every head was going to be different. You know what? He, he promised and he supplied. <laughs> promises made, promises kept. Um, and it's, it's honestly fantastic. It's so cool. And they've got, they've got so much character. Each and every one of them have got so much character. And when you see the, the group shot, um, yeah, oh, man, it just, you know, it gives you that, that, that tingle that we all look for in the hobby. <laughs> it's brilliant. So... Definitely go and check out Woodygast uh, on Convert or Die. It's on WordPress, his his blog. Um, now, as I said, I could bang on about him a whole lot more, but in the effort of keeping this a short uh, but sweet snappy um, podcast, I won't, but I will be coming back in a later date with more about the great man himself, the hobby god, um, and hopefully even get an interv interview with him as well. So uh, look out for that one. Speaking of uh, projects, uh, I'm still tinkering away with my Rorkstrift projects uh, behind the scenes. Haven't done a hell of a lot on that lately, but I did make some Zulus over the weekend, over the Easter weekend. Um, I I think I mentioned in the last episode that my daughter and I started building a uh, like a scrappy sort of um, building called the Dead Saloon. Uh, we haven't done any more on that, but it did inspire me to uh, put some more terrain buildings stuff together. So I'm sort of in the process of... Um, of uh, yeah, building four or five, maybe six different types of buildings um, with an idea of calling the whole little place Hellgate. Um, I like world building, and I, I, you know, th like most of us, I sort of um, got various bits and pieces of terrain all over the place. So I, but I like the idea of hang having something that's fairly cohesive as far as like all the same sort of looking um terrain and all that kind of stuff so so uh yeah i'm quite excited about that and uh i have base coated the valhalla ice warriors but that's as far as i've got with with anything like that with painting them 
Um, but <laughs> I've been a bit time poor this week. But yeah, we'll see how much I can get done by episode four. So that's it for me and episode three of Imperial Rebel Orc podcast. I hope you're enjoying the show, guys. I know it's a, it's a pretty simple, straightforward format, but um, I'm enjoying it so far. And uh, I, I really sincerely hope that you guys are too and that you stick with it. And uh, if you've got any suggestions for topics, even though I've got 85, whatever it is, I'm, I'm always happy to hear more. Um, and if it's you know something different that I haven't thought about, so please, uh, if you do have any ideas or feedback or whatever, feel free to email me imperialrebelorc at gmail.com. So nice and easy to remember. Um, yeah, so that's it. So thanks, guys. Uh, we'll see you again, uh, hopefully, on episode four. That's Eero signing out. Cheers. You've been listening to The Imperial Rebel Podcast.